0: What the hell is the name of
1: this thing? Is this Wayne's World? The award winning Evan Grant. I can't even count anymore on my fingers and toes. Kevin Sherrington. Kevin Sherrington, clown number one. Barry Horn. He tried to get me in mid chew Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Cowboys version of ballsy for this week. I'm Evan Grant from the Dallas Morning News on sportsstatedfw.com. I'm joined by Kevin Sherrington who has threatened to sing today.
0: Yes, I may do that. What do you think?
1: Uh no. No? No. Uh, and no, I am cannot. joined by cereal chewer again, Barry Horn. It's good to be here and I think we I'm glad that you got the ballsiest guy
2: we know to be in on here with ballsy. And
1: put down my cookies. Nutrigrain. Barry's eating a Nutrigrain strawberry bar this morning for everybody who's interested. <laughs> He's trying to mix in something well, healthy. Hey, hey, hey. we're we not endorsing.
2: A, it's not that's not an endorsement.
1: We have our number 1 <laughs> My favorite mob name on staff, Johnny Matches, <laughs> John Machota, of the Cowboys crew in here. John, thanks for coming by.
3: No problem, man. Thanks for having me back on again.
1: Thanks for coming into the studio twice twice in a month. Twice. I like this. I like sitting down here. It's a, it's a
2: great I place, isn't yeah. yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, it's great stuff.
2: All right, listen. listen Do listen. you want the foot rub today or the manicure? Pedicure or the manicure? I'll- I'll go with the... That's so gross. Barry. Yeah, I'm going to go with neither, actually. <laughs> All
0: right, I'm, I'm going to go to one of your recent uh, chats, in which I believe you revealed your choice for the Cowboys with the fourth pick of the draft. You want them to take
3: Jalen Ramsey, the uh, cornerback slash safety. I do, I do. And, I mean, I'm not completely... It's not like, I, I have, they have to this have is that Is this just guy. your first mock draft? Or your well, no, no, that was that was just a, in a chat. People asked me like basically like what it was going to come down to, and I'm not completely married to the whole they have to do, do Jalen Ramsey, and I actually think Jalen Ramsey will be gone by then because I think he's going to just absolutely own the combine. Um, a little bit like Byron Jones did? Yeah, yeah, except the fact that Byron Jones needed that to blow up so right. that you knew who this kid out of UConn was. People already know who Jalen Ramsey right. is. His stock's already high, and it's just going to take another level, so the guy that if it's not him, the other the guy that I'm second with is, is that Joey Bosa from Ohio State, who for some reason his stock seems to be slipping a little bit. I thought for sure uh, going into this past season that Joey Bosa would, would be the the number one draft pick. That's what everybody thought. Yeah. Well, well, and now, well, now, what now are the Cowboys?
2: Easy. Are the Cowboys big on the combine? Is is that something that when uh, a guy blows up at the combine they're really interested? But if a guy slips, they, they lose interest.
3: I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think for, for a lot of these guys, this is going to be the first time that they really get to see them, you know, and and then you get to. The guys that you like out of that, then maybe those are the guys you bring in for your, your 30 individual visits and things like that. And, and Joey Bosa, Jalen Ramsey, guys like that, Miles Jack, they, hadn't, they didn't get to spend time with them because they weren't at the senior bowl. So uh, those are guys that they'll definitely have their eye on because those are the guys that'll, that'll probably be who they're picking between when, when they're on the clock at four.
0: Now, we don't want to reveal your sources sure. uh, or source. Okay. You know, as the case may be. I don't want to presume that you've got a whole lot of sources. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just kidding, just kidding. You're doing a great job out there. <laughs> uh, but when you say Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. are you saying it because this is what John Machoda thinks would be a great pickup for the Cowboys? Or are you hearing from people in there in the organization that you know what we really need to patch up this secondary.
1: Or wait a minute before there's a third choice here. What's the third one? <laughs> that he went to Florida State. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
2: didn't go to Florida State. No,
3: <laughs>
1: no, but Jaylen but he Ramsey, is a Florida.
2: But, but, yeah. but you have revealed on past podcasts yeah.
1: you are a Florida State fan. All absolutely, that's uh, yes. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. You want him here because he's a Florida State guy.
3: I mean that would be that would be nice. Um, but I, I, no, I just think it's the that's the biggest need that they that they have. I think that you know. In years past, it's been been a problem. They when who's the best defensive back they've had here in the last five years? And whoever you're going to name isn't a very good one. No,
2: you don't like Orlando Scandrick?
3: Orlando Scandrick, solid. It was Orlando Scandrick going to absolutely change the game for some, for you. you I think he's a solid cornerback. But I'm talking about where's the guy that's going to get you six, seven, eight interceptions.
1: Uh, or shut down the passing game. I would say I'm Orlando Kendrick is an adequate quarterback. Cornerback. No, but, but here, here's my question about. And he Jaylen. doesn't
3: have the size of a Jalen Ramsey that's going to match up against some of these bigger wide receivers. They don't have a guy like that that can really do that.
0: But is it not true that most people feel like that Jalen Ramsey probably is going to end up being a safety? I
3: I think that that's I think I don't think that's one way or the other. I think it depends on what team he goes to. I think it, I think. I think if he came to the Cowboys, he's he's a corner. He's a corner because they need that his size. The, the Not that there's came. anything the matter with that. You know, if you, if, right, you, no. if you
0: pair him up with Byron Jones, and then you have right. a pair of safeties, potentially it could be on on board with something that maybe what Seattle go ahead. has
2: done. No, no, go ahead. I thought you were going to go ahead and say it. Say what, well, Charlie Waters? Cole no, Ferris. I was
0: not going to say that. Yes, you were. No, but you know, listen, I, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I understand the whole thing about in the secondary and getting what you want to get here. But here, here's the question that was brought up, uh, or here was a, 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 posi- a position that was brought up by uh, David Moore just the other day, one of our other fine Cowboys uh, writers. And in which he said, "Listen, there are, are a lot of good defensive backs in this draft, right?" And so, uh, you know, in the, in the, and and I, I don't always like this position where he said he pointed out the number of these guys, and this guy was drafted in the fifth round, this this guy was drafted in the third round, whatever. That there's not that many that are drafted in the top of the round. We we can go back to Roy Williams, the original Roy Williams that the Cowboys drafted with. I believe the was he the sixth pick? I think
2: it might have been higher than that. fourth, maybe four. yeah, fourth or, or
0: sixth. Yeah. I remember, and I remember asking Rick Goslin, "Is this too high to take a safety?" And he's Said no. If you believe that this guy is going to be a Pro Bowl safety, then then you take him. You know, and and obviously uh, there's been comparisons of, of Jalen Ramsey to uh, uh, Eric Berry, right. uh, Who's a very fine safety uh, when he's healthy, and and uh, and has done a ter- tremendous job. And so those guys are game changers. You know, there's no question about it. Earl, look what Earl Thomas did, the Texas safety. He did for Seattle, you know. If you right. if you have a guy like that back there, it's been it's been my position with the Cowboys defense that uh, for too long they haven't anybody back there directing traffic. You can go all the way back to our our old pal Darren Woodson, uh, and and when when he was uh, paired up with Roy Williams, Roy Williams was a terror. And I remember Darren Woodson telling me this guy is the the best football player I've ever played with. You know, which was a remarkable. Thing to say when he played with such great teams, uh, or the Cowboys, he did play with some of those, uh, he didn't play on the Super Bowl teams, but he played with some of those players who were on those teams. So, uh, my, my point you know, then when and then when Darren retired, then then Roy Williams wasn't nearly as good anymore because Darren was directing traffic back there, and so right. I, I don't know that they've got the guy back there that can do that either,
3: right? But the thing is, is that if they're picking at 26, yeah, then I would be fine, okay, let's fill, let's fill like more of a need, but when you're picking at four you should be trying to get the best player available. Absolutely. And I think Jalen Ramsey has a chance to be a star in a draft that doesn't have a lot of guys that have a chance to be a star. You know, I mean, one of the big reasons why you're even, you're, for me personally, and why I think a lot of other people are throwing quarterback out of there is because there isn't a quarterback in this draft that's really going to blow you away. I mean, I mean, there'll be ones that go high. It doesn't mean that they're all, they're not the next Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck or anything like that. Um, but I think Jalen Ramsey has a chance to be a star out of this draft, whereas a Joey Bosa might just be a really good player. He might not right. be this this Von Miller or, or J.J. Watt. He might just be a guy. But a guy could be what they need on a defensive line that obviously hasn't. Hasn't had a lot of playmakers, and if you got a guy that's going to come in here for and be a good defensive end for ten years, I mean, you, I mean, I can see them doing that. They've
2: drafted uh, defensive ends high in the last couple of drafts, though not first,
3: the second round, second yeah. Round, but that, yes. that's high. And Absolutely.
2: What have they gotten? At, what have they gotten out of that? The Marcus Lawrence is a comer.
3: Yeah, and you still think he's a yeah, comer? yeah, and I think Randy Gregory is too. Okay. I mean, I think that they have solid pieces there, um, but they're guys that aren't ready to go right now. I mean, they could be this season coming up, but I mean, I. I can't expect it. How many? I mean, the Von Miller. Like, was he dominating his rookie year? Von
2: Miller was the second pick in the draft.
3: Right, really. but I'm saying, but with the defensive end, how many of them come in and just dominate most right de- away? It's de- very
0: rare. Most defensive ends take a year. But here, now here's the thing about the Cowboys when you talk about it's not just the recent draft. If you go back to the last 20 years, the Cowboys have drafted more defensive ends high. Uh, than in any other position. You didn't like Shantae Carver? No. <laughs> and they've had more busts at that position than at any other position. Unless uh, well, are... you
3: don't keep trying. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Let's just keep <laughs> plugging away. Uh, no, I, I agree with you 100% on taking the best player. because, And I have advocated them taking a quarterback, but I always have it with the caveat – if that guy you decide really is this good, if if you really believe in this guy, you know, if you believe in Carson Wentz, if Jared Goff for some reason should get past Cleveland, which yeah. I don't think he will, you know, and if you believe in Jared Goff, then okay take me. If you don't believe in him, if you've rated your board and you think that Jalen Ramsey's better or Josie Bosa Bosa's better or, or you know Josie, Josie, Josie Bosa. Uh, Joey it's hard to say Joey Bosa. Josie Bass. Bosa and the pussy
1: yeah, why don't you take a deep breath and slow down?
0: Uh am I talking too fast for you? Yes. Wow. I feel like I had to get a lot of things in because I know Evan is always ready to He's, interrupt. he's ready to pounce. Yeah, yeah
1: I've asked so yeah. many questions. <laughs>
0: Go ahead and ask one.
1: So, listen, Not a you, baseball question. You've got Lawrence and you've got Gregory, and you, you have invested high draft picks in them. So does that, in your mind at all, take Bosa out of the picture because they need to address the secondary more?
3: No, just because I think that especially you saw it with Denver how important it is to have you know multiple defensive linemen that you can rotate in and and with Bosa the thing is is that you can still put him on the field with those other guys i mean it- you're not gonna. You're not necessarily gonna leave those guys on the field the entire time. So you can at least Bosa can play the left end. He could probably play a little bit of right end if you need him to, and he can also play some tackle on third down. So I mean, he would be. He it wouldn't be like you're drafting a guy that's not really gonna play right away. I mean, he's gonna get in the mix right away, and he seems to fit what Rod Marine, Marinelli looks for in defensive line. Evan, yeah,
2: Evan, I think you've inadvertently brought up a good point. Uh, congratulations, but, John, but 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 let me let me just ask him this: Is there a position on the Cowboys that doesn't need help? That they, they need they they need depth everywhere. Well,
1: let's uh, let's talk about uh, on the defensive side because I think <laughs> this is this is one thing that that seems to get overlooked because we've talked about the quarterbacks and we've talked about what do they need to do for a running back and and so forth and so on. This was not a really good defense this year, it, and and going well, back to l- last. L- year, say, let me say this: Statistically, <laughs> it's not a bad defense. You know, they they do a good
0: job overall you know this even as much they
2: didn't get a lot of help from the offense this year no they
0: didn't and, and, and but the, the, the thing that they need is more pass rush and they need more turnovers those, those are the things they the year before they got a lot of turnover turnovers right. or at least an adequate amount yeah. right
1: they created some turnovers the year before but they didn't they weren't a stellar defense last year no. my question is how many how many areas on the defense do you feel like need addressing
3: oh all of them yes. i mean again you know you, you you said Barry mentions the drafting two defensive ends in the second round the last two years and you still need top grade there you can you can use another uh one te- one technique defensive tackle you need uh, a shutdown corner uh you could use another safety you can use two more linebackers i mean yeah there's there's tons of and, and 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 going back to what you were saying about the turnovers yeah they forced i think it was 31 last year which was most in the NFC but two they didn't years get ago, two, years, two ago. years ago i'm sorry yeah and but they didn't get to the quarterback and and they haven't got to the quarterback the last two years i mean if you combine the last two seasons together, only the Chargers and Falcons have less sacks than, than the Cowboys. How do you explain the
1: fact that this team led the, the league in takeaways last year? Two, or two, years, ago. Ago. two, two years ago. Two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And were last this year.
3: It, it is amazing. It really I mean, is. And it, it's not like they well, were, were, I, I, And it goes beyond just this this Cowboys team. It's I mean, a Rod he, Marinelli thing. Rod Marinelli, you follow his track record. That's the number one thing that he was always able to do. And this last season is the only time on his on his at his tenure with anybody, where he they've had trouble doing it, and let alone to the level that they did. And that's last why year. it's a, it's a fluky stat, but you no, know,
0: because that's yeah. it, what they will tell you. It's it's not so much too. Uh, how many sacks you get? It's how many pressures are you getting? I mean, right. how often are you getting close to the quarterback and, and putting some heat? And how, on many it?
2: Hits how many yeah, hits? How many hits? So them. there's
0: a lot of fluky parts to this this kind of stuff. Well, i would ask you this about the the defense, because and, and, we talked about Denver, right? And we talked about look how great DeMarcus Ware looked with with Von Miller. But of course, they're playing a three four. They're playing
2: right? In the right system. They're right.
0: playing the right system for these guys is this the right system for a randy gregory you know he's he's an undersized guy w- would he be better off playing in a three four where he's you know where he can use a little bit of his size and speed or he, not the size but certainly his speed maybe maybe he's better suited for something that than he is a
3: four three i mean i can i understand the argument and that was definitely an argument that was brought up during during the draft Um, uh, when you really didn't know where randy gregory was gonna go i mean falling to where he did in the second round is it was pretty surprising but uh but no, I feel like he is a good fit though for that right defensive end spot because that's your primary pass rusher. You know, not he doesn't have to worry about really stopping the run as much. Obviously that's where he has to improve at. Um but I no, I think he I think he fits fine. For,
1: are we for assuming doing. here that Hardy's gone?
3: I'm assuming he is, but with Jerry Jones, I mean you never really know if it comes down to that. Why
1: are you assuming he is? Uh,
3: because I don't see him as a Jason Garrett type player at all. And because they didn't if he, if he would have given the production that they thought they were getting, I think. Garrett could overlook a guy like that. I don't think Jason Garrett wants him back, and I think that going into this season, I think that they're gonna they're gonna be more like they were two years ago, where the free agency is more of the adding guys like a, a Jeremy Mincy, a, a Justin Durant. A, um,
1: you think Jason has? You think Jason's voice will carry enough?
3: I think it will. I think well. I think it has to because he's in a situation where he's really going to be coaching for his job.
2: Well, has to and will are two different things. So with, well, Jerry, they yeah, with
3: that, Jerry, they are. Yeah, Jerry. No, that's true. That's true. But um, well, it's easier to. Sell I think you got to give you the best chance to win. I mean, you just go back. You don't have to go back ten years. You go back one year. We didn't make a lot of big moves in in the offseason. We drafted smart. And we went twelve and four by doing this. We we got sacks from Jer- George Selvy and Jeremy Mincy. We didn't have to go out and get the big fish. Now they do have more cap room, so there is a possibility that that happens. But I'm if if Jerry Jones wasn't the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, I would say there's no chance Greg Hardy comes back. But because I, of Jerry Jones, there's always there's always a chance.
0: I, I think there's a chance, but to me it's it's we go back to Babe Loffenberg's favorite line from his old man Don Shula. He's not actually his his old, old man. man. He just likes him. He, he is li- Don Shula's son. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's funny about the name, but you know, just put that aside.
2: Oh, that's that's an insult to Babe's mom. I think. I think. Wow. I
0: no, one. no, no. But he he loves Don Shula, and what Don Shula would always say was, "We will put up with you until we can replace you." And huh? I think that is the case with Greg Hardy. I think they feel like that these, I you know, and and I, and I don't I don't blame them for this. You're right. We need to be they they need to be adding more guys in the defensive line. There's no question about that. But uh, I think they're going to feel like that that Randy Gregory, that in this second year he'll he'll improve. Demarcus Lawrence certainly improved last year, and and, and just as far as the defensive line in general, I think we we've kind of. Uh, undersold a little bit what happened to Tyrone Crawford last year. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, you know, they had reason to believe he was a very good defensive tackle, which is why they gave him the, 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 the contract box, yeah. that they did. And then, they, you know, we didn't see production right. uh, from the guy. And then we find out, that, well, he's got this shoulder problem, right. right? Torn labrum, I think is what it was, which yeah. is a pretty serious injury. Yeah, rotator cuff, yeah. Rotator cuff, yeah. So it's a pretty serious injury. So I, I would like to see what that, what he does when he's healthy. It, yeah. You know how much is he? Because he is he's playing the defensive tackle position that you want him to get a pass rush out Absolutely. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that's the guy. He's not the he's not the run stopper per se. No. He's the guy you want to get some pass rush out of, in which they had seen before why they gave him the contract. Right. So I think there's a reason to think that there could be some progress there. But but I, I think it's a a great point you make about the top of the draft uh, and, and what they do. So let's let's get past the top of the draft here, and let's say in that second round, which is almost like a first round right. pick. Uh, should they should they still be drafting the best talent available,
3: or should they go for a need? I think they need to draft the best talent available because, like you said, it's almost like another first round pick. But with that being said, I can see them going, and I don't, and I think it would be fine if they did. I think they would they would be very excited about. It. I could see them going defensive end, getting Bosa in the first, and then taking a defensive tackle with their with their second pick. And well, who,
1: and who and would and be in that never there? That never worked because I think Denver did that a couple of years ago. <laughs> Is that right? I well, I so, mean, yeah. Didn't Elway Im- use five five of his first five of his seven? That sounds picks right. Yeah, yeah. On, on defensive line. players. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing, you know, and I, and I hate to sound like Rick Goslin, who who
0: who is, will write it. You're, any, talk, any, you're any using far possible. too many
2: words. Rick Rick is succinct.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. You're right. Is that. He will uh, why, why, defense. Why you have defense, a problem sounding like the goose? I don't know, not not in, not in this case. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because he wrote he will write and write and write and write again that you win Super Bowls with defense, and it's certainly that's what we saw in the playoffs was what happened when we when the when Denver put pressure on Tom Brady, he he looked like any other quarterback. Right. Uh, when they put pressure on Cam Newton, he looked like just any other quarterback. Right. And this that is the difference that it makes. And and you know I know some of that. Was uh, not not only how they're great players, but the scheme involved. So, would you expect the Cowboys to take any lesson from this, or are they just going to keep plugging away with what they do? No, I when think the got...
1: Cowboys take a lesson from anything. Well,
0: now Rod Marinelli is <laughs> a really great coach, but Rod I
1: Marinelli think. has no he has no say in personnel.
0: Well, he has no he had say in schemes. I'm talking schemes here. Okay, would they sorry. adjust
1: their schemes
3: within year? reason? Within reason, I mean, he does have he does have say. Um, I think Rod Marinelli. I don't see any way you give Tyrone Crawford that contract. It, it, without yes. Rod signing off on that and right. saying, no, you don't need to get anybody else. This is, this well, we is the know guy. What, we know what he said with Sharif with Floyd, right? Sharif Floyd w- was one where, he, where he's not interested in the one technique. And then and the, the same thing with Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence, uh, the reason they traded up is because Rod Marinelli thought of, of visiting with the guys that they did in that draft, that he was the last of the elite. Pass rushing type, a guy that can play right end, which is so rare because there's only a handful of those guys at most, even in a good draft. Usually, there's only maybe two or three. Um, so, I mean, he does have say in, in, in those things, and that's why people think that they wouldn't take a defensive tackle as early as early in the second round. But in one of Jerry Jones's last interviews of the season, one of the pregame interviews, he did mention that they need to get more pass rush from that one technique, which is clearly not what Nick. Fair, uh, I mean, Nick Fairley, uh, Sharif Floyd. No, no. Uh, Who are we talking about? The the one technique they have now, Nick. Uh, Oh no! <laughs> I can't think of his name now. Nick Jonas? No. Oh, not Nick Jonas. Anyway, we'll get back to it in a second. But they're not getting any pass rush from him. So th- th- you could get a guy possibly He's from early Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> you could you could get you could get pass rush from him early. Uh, in the second round and get a guy that could possibly give you both. Because that's the thing with Rod Marinelli's system. He doesn't like bringing in any blitzes. He wants to get all of his pressure from his front four. Well, if that's the only place you're going to get your pressure, well, why don't you get it from all four players and not three? Nick you know? Hayden. Hayden. Yeah. I there just, we go. I just there said we go. Ago. Uh, Rod Marinelli loves him, but the fans can't name. understand why Yeah, he's still.
0: All right, here, here's a name I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to float past you here in that second round, high in the second round, the fourth pick, that if this name is there, there's no way that Jerry
3: Jones lets it go. And that is.
2: Oh, tight end from Arkansas. So I know.
3: Hunter Henry.
2: I knew that was coming.
3: There's just no way he can do that. There's, there's no way they no, can do that. There's no way they're doing they that.
0: They don't want a tight end to
2: get the a, ball yeah, down. Yeah, they're
3: him. not doing a tight end. And they can't. The,
2: he is the next Jason Witten. Let's just stack up the tight ends. But here. Wow, here we are, 19 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't mentioned backup quarterback for the Cowboys. And we're not. We're not. Yeah, gonna, no, we are not going to gonna do that yet. No, we have we're to. We're not going to do it yet. okay, oh, oh, go ahead. Hush. Okay, go ahead. You, did, you wow. get a, did you just remember There's a question? A confrontational John, did you just remember a question
1: for Jeff Banister? Do you want to call him back? John, here's the, here's the other thing in this whole draft scheme plan, is when somebody inevitably comes to Jerry Jones with the magic beans and says, magic uh, beans. we'll offer you an extra pick or an extra sec sec two picks at some right. point." How likely is he to say, "Okay, we're gonna we'll we'll we'll, we'll go backwards"?
3: I mean. I think you have to. You can't really judge that until you see the combine because if they're not blown away with a Jalen Ramsey, if they think he's better at safety and they don't think he's the shutdown corner that they need, then they'll pass on him. If they don't think Joey Bosa's that at least elite rusher, they could pass on him. If they if they think that Miles Jack is is with all of his injury concerns that they don't want to deal with that, um, then yeah, then maybe maybe what happens is they do trade back.
1: But I'm going to oversimplify here, okay. and I'm going to say that I I go back 25 years now with Jerry Jones, and I think. <laughs> that he is so enamored with what they did with that Herschel trade and those series of trades to stock up draft picks and that was the way they built that one team yeah. that dynastic team that oh, this yeah. is the, w- oh, the that he thinks that anytime he can stack up draft picks that's more valuable than the talent he can get at the number 4 pick Do you think there's commensurate talent in this draft? I've heard it's a pretty deep draft for defensive players. If they weren't
3: picking four, let's say they were picking around like seven, it might be a little bit different. But I think at four, there are enough guys at Valley Ranch that Jerry Jones will listen to enough, at least in the scouting department, the guys that were able to talk him out of taking Johnny Manziel and taking Zach Martin. I think there's enough high in the draft that they'll be like, no, we got a premium player right here at four. Don't even risk it.
2: Okay, Can we talk about something people want to hear about? And, and say, let's talk about the backup quarterback what, what's i what's guess happened? we were just
0: blowing this first 21 minutes right no yeah.
2: no we haven't blown it but 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 it was filler now let's talk about the backup quarterback let's
1: talk about what i want to talk that's about that's correct
2: <laughs> yeah, well, okay. all right so
1: what did you what do you want I, to I want to
2: hear what he who he thinks when the season starts next year will be the number two quarterback on the dallas cowboys john
1: john oh, are you this, awake?
3: Is, this is so tough i'm gonna i'm tough gonna I, hey i'm just gonna go with kellen moore I am. Because, oh, hey, every I, you I'm, have just sickened every cowboy fan out there. Uh, no, but this is what they'll do. They'll draft a quarterback <laughs> like Calvin in like Horseman. the third or fourth round, maybe fifth, somewhere in there, and they'll be like, "Well, this is just going to be the bridge gap until that guy." Because I'm telling you, there's not the free agency class is not anything special. It really isn't. I mean, it's, you don't like Matt Hasselbeck? Yeah, he's 40. Yeah, I mean, what do you? And what
0: lo- did he do last year for
3: for for the for Indy? I understand he he won games. I'm just saying, well, I don't think well, that well, he's blowing anybody well, away. Well, like, oh. They signed Hasselback, Everything's fine.
0: Boy, two listen, no but. one should be blown away by a backup quarterback. But, first of all, right. Uh, but and secondly, the guy went five and three as a backup quarterback. How many ba- uh, wins do backup quarterbacks for the Cowboys have in the last twenty years? I bet they don't have five wins. I mean, Hasselback I mean, is when the fine. backup
2: quarterbacks are surrounded by talent. Back, you know, Aikman sat out games too. And uh, they had guys come in and played well. And it would, when Jason Garrett was a backup quarterback, he had Michael Irvin catching passes. True. He had Emmett Smith in the backfield. It makes a difference with backup quarterbacks uh, as well. So you're saying, you're telling Cowboy fans, Kellen Moore is going to be the number 2 quarterback on the Cowboys next year. Well, I'm not I saying it's definitive. Exactly like, take that. Said. I'm just
3: saying Ten, that w- that's a good possibility. Oh it's not like God. it's not completely out of the question. Him
1: point blank, who you, would be the number two quarterback? And he said, "Kellen Moore." Uh, that's
3: a good answer. You so got a guy I, in the room. I, I understand. You got a guy in the room, and Scott Linehan. That's going to be banging the table for this guy. You cannot write off Wait, Kellen, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Hold on. Are you? are you, saying he's still going to be banging the table after
1: after the yes? Wedding? Oh
3: my God! Out in out in Mobile, loves him. Oh, he would just bring up Kellen Moore. Did
1: he ever actually? I'm telling you. Did he bang the table in front of you ever? Never. No. I mean, physically. When, when Scott Lenahan was a head
2: coach, how many games did he win? I don't know. Yeah, you know. You do know. <laughs> not a lot. Yeah, thank you. Or he'd Gary, still be a head coach.
1: Are you, why are you putting poor John Machoda on the, like, firing squad? No, no. But I'm I, fi- I, I am is, just he, fine
3: he, with not knowing how many games Scott Lenahan he, won as head coach. He, 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 he he is, I'll, he is, I'll be able to sleep tonight. Don't he, worry. He's
2: channeling Scott Lenahan here, and that, I think that's a scary thing. It uh, doesn't matter
3: how good of a head coach he was. He's a good a minute, offensive Scott coordinator.
1: Lenahan, he was a genius a year ago, what. Right,
3: hey. Hey, really? Wade Phillips was not a good head coach. I think he did okay on two coaching years ago. defenses.
1: Two, well, two, two years ago. I'm still considering the season to be this. I, year I, year. I know you are, oh. but the season's
0: over. Okay, let's move on from that one. Uh, here's the thing that's interesting to me about your assessment of Kellen Moore and Scott Lennon has assessment of Kellen Moore. Because, as I've said many times, your backup quarterback just needs to be somebody, for the most part, who can fill in for you uh, unless you're developing him as your but a successor to the, to the next quarterback. So are you saying that, that Scott Linehan thinks that Kellen Moore could, could eventually
3: replace Tony Romo? Never. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that if you looked at the list of right now of quarterbacks that are entering free agency right now, it's filled with guys that are just like, this guy's just a backup. I mean that's just what it is. It's not like yeah. everybody in the league, the Matt Moores of the world. You know those guys aren't aren't going to sit there and no one's thinking that they're going to be a starter eventually. Colt McCoy. I don't think if the Cowboys brought in Colt McCoy, they'd be like, let's groom him. He's going to be right. Tony's replacement. Some right. guys are just backup quarterbacks. So you, you have, have to get up, that out of the draft. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I, if they, if they stay with Kellen Moore, then they're drafting a quarterback at some point. I'm not saying it's going to be in the first or second round, but I'm saying third, fourth, fifth round. I, I mean, that, and what, you, what and what are you going to get in the third, fourth, or fifth round? Nothing great, but it's going to yeah. be somebody that they sell to you as a project. You know. Yeah, I know, and that's the whole problem with that.
0: So, it's
1: going to be what it is. is it's going to be a body, and they can say it's a project, right. whether it is or not. I mean, it's yeah. it's a, it, to me that at that point, it's a face-saving move. I would I would venture to say this, and I know Hasselbeck, like you said, is going to be forty years old, but this is a guy who I think would be capable of in a three or four game stretch at least keeping the team in the game, be in the game manager, be in the bus driver. We can come up with whatever cliches we want to, more so than I think. Kellen Moore oh, would I be, agree be a decision that. maker. Oh, I agree with that. Um and, and that's I mean, if you're if you are in a win mo- win now mode, which it seems like Jerry always is, mm-hmm. has that's, right. to be. that's the question that I would have is how can you afford to go in with a guy like Kellen Moore, who may still have some future, may have some upside, mm-hmm. but I don't think you feel comfortable with him starting a game for you this year.
3: Uh, but again, this is why I'm saying I, I think Scott Linehan does and I think he has a lot of say. So that's why I'm saying it's it's a it's a possibility and it's one that 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 peop, that Cowboys fans should take seriously and, right. and not be completely so shocked. Should, but so I'm we, just saying, Matt Hasselbeck. That that's not terrible. I mean, I understand right. what you're saying, and that does make sense. And if they did bring him in, I can see that working. Um, but you know, I just, Babe
1: Laufenberg is out of work right now. Well, will bring him yeah. in. Let's we'll yeah, see yeah, what there, he's going to
3: go. Uh,
0: so. He, Wow. take it yeah, easy over they, there. Evan, okay? I was banging the table. <laughs> <laughs> take it <laughs> the table. you and Scott.
1: That
2: was his Nikita Khrushchev move.
0: Uh I don't remember if you wrote this or, or one of our other fine Cowboys uh, beat writers wrote this. Um but talking about the maybe maybe it was a uh, So Brandon you don't look George. at the bylines. Yeah, Nobody does. I do, but don't I you know that I can't Evan? remember anything. Uh is that the Cowboys were they liked Carson Wentz? at the senior vote, but they weren't blown away with him. I want to ask you this question: Is it possible that they're not trying to tip their hand about this either? Why would they come away going, "Whoa, whoa, we love this guy. He's great. He's fat right. Unless you were doing that, hoping that someone's going to trade up with you and take that pick, you know, so because they sure. want Carson wins. Yeah, you know, is it possible that there are smoke screens here, or do you really believe that the Cowboys were just like, okay, he was fine?
3: Oh, I don't think that anything's even close to being set because you haven't had those individual visits. You haven't even had the combine yet. Like, you haven't even sat down with Jared Goff. You haven't even sat down with Paxton Lynch. So I don't think you have anything to go off of other than, yeah, we spent a week with with Carson Wentz out in Mobile, you know, and... I mean obviously that helps Carson Wentz he got a chance to show them what he can do uh playing with other players of that of that talent level coming from a
0: But they got they got more with Carson Wentz than they're going to get with Paxton Lynch and they're going to get with uh Jared Goff. They spent a whole week with him. They're not going to spend a week with these other two guys. True sure,
3: true, but I, a guy like Goff though, I mean it, the competition he played with played against at Cal, I think by looking at the the tape you would have more of a feel for him than if you didn't meet with Wentz and you just looked at his tape from North Dakota right. State. So Yeah. I mean again, it's going to go a long way but with the interviews and, and when they sit down and talk to these guys. What are
1: you doing over there, Bernie Sanders, with your arms? <laughs> I just
2: want to get back to Kellen Moore for one second. And we're, we're talking about, you know, you talk about how much Scott Lenahan likes him. What about the co- head coach of the team who was a quarterback himself? We're not talking about a defensive player where he might, where he, he might uh, give way to Rod Marinelli. We're talking, he, what does the head coach think?
3: I think he thinks he's just a solid guy. I don't think that he looks at him as, as anybody that, yeah, this is a does guy see that's to eventually be Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't here. know if he sees that. I mean, this guy was fifty and three at Boise State, so I don't think he. I, I mean, he's he's, a, he's he probably doesn't see himself in 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 Kellen Moore as much as Scott Linehan de, does. But um, no, it's. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, maybe maybe Garrett wants to go. On. I'm just saying when you look at these guys that are free agents out there, this isn't some great. I mean, when you got to constantly now, bring up Johnny Manziel so, over and over and over yeah, again, John, that just so, shows you how bad it is. Let out me there.
1: ask you this, in, in all seriousness, how much tired head has backup quarterback talk given you?
3: You know, I'm. I'm actually. I'm fine with it. It's not as bad. It's it's bad for me, and it, and it gets it gets old with me when it's that constant Johnny Manziel every time. That's the one where I'm just like, this guy hasn't even has he been dominant at the NFL level? Do we know he's going to be a good NFL quarterback? And people just assume because he was good at Texas A&M and he won a Heisman Trophy that he's going to come in here and be good. for And the we Cowboys. haven't
1: mentioned RG three. There you go. What about that I just name?
3: question if okay, like. I feel like you need to be this pocket passer that 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 runs that that system that Jason Garrett wants to run and I just RG3 to run that has has years to go with that and I think I think there's teams in the NFL right now that will give him an opportunity to do what he does and, sure. and and, and we will give him a chance to play right away not having to wait for a Tony Romo. But
1: that goes back to why the Manziel talk was all foolish anyway because he doesn't run He, he he's not a capable pocket passer.
0: Right. He showed uh, I will say this about, about Johnny and and, and 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 our our good friend Goose wrote about this as well. He talked about a, a, a source in Cleveland who told him that look we saw him in the pocket do some things and he looked pretty good in the pocket. Um, and so to, to, to me the whole problem with, with Johnny that you dismiss is just that there's just way too much stuff going on in his life. Yeah. To, 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 we to should not expect. be
1: talking about Johnny Manziel as a football player, uh, yes. For, to, right. to expect to him to come future. in
0: and sit and wait for a job when we know that's the worst thing that can happen with right. Johnny is to sit and wait. So, uh, but but in the on the question of RG three, to me also, this is a guy that, and I think this is what makes the difference between someone like a, a Jared Goff or Carson Wentz is that these guys were making reads at the line of scrimmage in college and, and, and running plays, whereas basically at Baylor uh, it was. Catch, throw. Catch, right. throw. And, and I think that's what we've seen the problem a little bit for RG3, besides his injuries, which has had a, a large part in his problem uh, in the NFL in the last couple of years, is the fact that he's not reading these defenses very well.
3: But if you run an offense... That's similar to what he did at Baylor, mm-hmm. which they what they tried to do in Washington when he first got there. He yes. obviously had success doing yes, that. Yes, he did. And so I'm not saying he can't have success in the NFL somewhere. I just don't think the Dallas Cowboys is going to be the right spot. I him. agree with that.
0: I agree with that. But uh, my, my point is, is that I'm not sure he can even do what he was doing before. He's not. I don't believe he's the I mean, same he's the athlete injuries. as he was. Yep. Uh, he's not as fast as he was. He was a world-class hurdler in, you know, in, in high school and college, and, and he is no longer that athlete. I believe that the injuries have really contributed to his decline.
1: As John, much as much as anything else, are you are you going to Indy? I am, yes, sir. Um, can we like all get together and come up with something to replace the Wonderlick test? Maybe call it the Ballsy, <laughs> the Ballsy sir. test, or the Kevin you get, got a thirty. I, you made a, I made a thirty-two on the one.
0: Do you was have under, witnesses?
2: I, Who's witness? Yeah, that that was the Who's point. The witness?
0: It was under duress. Yeah. It was the entire sports department hooting over my shoulder as I was taking this test, administered by Gary Myers, your old oh. pal. <laughs>
1: Well, wow, so the, 32. Like, wow. 32 is pretty good.
0: Wow. Under duress, I think.
1: Under under duress, that does not sound like it's very difficult compared to being a pocket pass. That might be the highest grade any University of Houston
2: grad has ever gotten. Oh, or, oh, gotten oh, on oh, all oh right. This, this has evolved into,
1: into University of Houston talk. John, uh, as always, you've brightened our day. <laughs> Thanks um, for coming by and putting up with Barry. <laughs> you've given us a lot of good information. <laughs> Keep your hands off my cookies. Um, <laughs> is and, that what you called them? <laughs> And we will Jesus. we will have you on again leading up to the draft so we can have the same discussion over and over. Again. Or maybe we can yeah, have a, po- a post
2: combine chat.
3: You know, that's one thing I will say with Cowboys fans: it doesn't matter that they went four and twelve. This this group this the group that follows the Dallas Cowboys, which is the biggest bunch in the NFL. They have already moved into draft talk, and they are oh, they absolutely. are full into it, and they're excited because this is the highest they've had this pick a pick like this in in twenty five years. Are so. you
1: going to be doing mock drafts every week?
3: I probably won't be doing one every week. I mean, I'll do like a roundup. You know, I think you
1: should do one every day.
2: No, a different no, no, one no, 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 no. every day. Why, why, yeah,
1: why I don't, don't, don't even <laughs> p- don't even put that out there? Why, yeah. there. why, why not
2: mock draft thirty seven point three hundred seventy <laughs> three point? Yeah, no, don't put that out. there. Why not
1: like on the hour? I mean, come on. Let's
2: rip. Let's 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 rib up some
3: interest in this. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why why not? not even, <laughs> p- don't put these suggestions out there.
1: Evan, remind everybody who else we have on the podcast today. Oh, okay, Barry. Uh, we have uh, Rangers manager Jeff Bannister, who was already in the can. Um, He's in the can? Not physically in the <laughs> can. He's in the in truck! The, in the video. That in, explains in the tape something. Can. <laughs> he, was, he was in his truck, Evan, not in the can. Gosh, oh my And we're going to have uh, Calvin Watkins from ESPN to talk about the Dallas Mavericks and the possibility of would they trade for Dwight Howard or the recently dumped James Harden.
2: Or, or, or
1: can dump, i'm not even
2: touching <laughs> i can't even talk to you anymore
1: look i hear music the All can
2: right. the dumped
1: john thank you again <laughs> everybody say goodbye bye bye <laughs>